Welcome to this special podcast episode from SHD Logistics. This episode will be highlighting some of the latest developments involved in the logistics property sector, gaining insight from the leading minds in this industry. Our main feature comes from our site tour of John Lewis Magna Park, highlighting some of the key systems and products used in its 2.1 million square foot site in Milton Keynes. We also look at Gazy's latest speculative build, incidentally just down the road from John Lewis Magna Park with development director Joe Garwood. Magna Park is one of the biggest logistical spaces in the country. Located in Milton Keynes, Magna Park is home to the biggest retail operations in the UK. These include popular names such as Debenhams, Waitrose and John Lewis. It's crucial for these commercial operations to be based in Milton Keynes, a location where you can build big warehouses and in a location where trailers have easy access to motorways heading up north and particularly down south to locations such as London. John Lewis kindly invited SHD to come to its Milton Keynes facility, showing us how they fulfil customer orders and send stock across its multiple retail outlets. Here at the John Lewis Magna Park facility in Milton Keynes, across two locations, Magna Park 1 and Magna Park 2. We're just being given on a tour at the moment with uh, John Lewis, John Munley, who's told us some fantastic innovations regarding systems, integration, legacy systems, particularly those from suppliers such as Knapp, which has integrated a load of technology from other suppliers such as Swisslog, amongst others. Interesting systems such as Canap's Evo shuttle system as well as other processes such as the pick to light system where pickers are picking items, putting them into totes using a light based system. There are some 80,000 hanging garments attached to an iRefID tag to ensure that products are moved along to its next destination. John Lewis managed to save one million parcels by putting garments in the Magna Park facility and closing two distribution centre sites, which is a fantastic initiative given all the environmental concerns surrounding plastic as well as cardboard boxes as well. John Lewis's next venture is to consolidate parcels of big and small items and put that into one parcel rather than separate parcels which wastes even more plastic and carbon boxes. All the sounds of the John Lewis Magna Park facility which you can hear shuttles moving about and, and customer order boxes being moved from one area of the site to another. John Lewis Magnum Park site has a nice number of little initiatives to instill employee morale, including summer barbecues and a World Fortune game for top performing teams during the course of a month. That same day, SHD took a short trip next door to warehouse property developer Gaisley. 
the SHD team spoke to Joe Garwood, Development Director from Gaisley, who took us on a tour of a newly built speculative warehouse, Altitude. He described some of the key features this building has and how the company is tackling the issue of the lack of space for warehouse development, despite growing demand. Joe also shares a very interesting three-storey warehouse project lined up in East London. So this building is called um, Altitude. Yep. It's one of our uh, latest spec developments. Right. We develop um, buildings on two bases, um, one being build to suit for customers and one being spec development for customers. And this being a spec building, so we have constructed it on the basis that we've analysed the market, we can see a gap there mm -hmm. and we've got um, a prime piece of land to um, meet um, the demand. Mm. So this building here is 574,000 square feet. It's the tallest and largest speculative development in the UK mm. um, for at least 10 to 15 years okay. since the last um, um, cycle. Um, we've um, put a lot of um, enhanced specification uh, features into this in order to make it as attractive to um, an incoming tenant as possible. But the, the essential features are good quality um, build mm -hmm. and um, key location. Yeah. So this building is tallest of um, the tallest spec building in being 21 meters clear. And what that really means is a customer can get more footprint out of a building um, and more pallets positions um, for um, uh, the less less cost. Mm -hmm. So. 574,000 square foot you have on the ground but you can get five mezzanine levels in here five. as opposed to three mezzanine levels in the typical 15 meter mm. eaves building mm. you can get an extra 140 so this is 140,000 pallet positions on a VNA basis which is very narrow aisle and um, racking system um, which is probably about 40,000 pallet positions more over the typical standard height so all those things are just built-in value-added features, really. Yeah. Um, so we've not only gone taller, we've strengthened the floor okay. to accept that the additional weight that's going to be on it. Mm. So all of our buildings um, have sustainability built into the DNA of it. Mm. Um, so we'll have, and you can see today, it's a really bright, um, bright building, and we don't have any lights or sp or sprinklers or heating in in this building okay. um, and we don't put them into a speculative building simply because we don't know what people are going to use it for yeah. so if you put any in they'd invariably be in the wrong place yeah um, but for a building with no lights it's very bright in here so we've yeah. got 15 percent roof lights in here yeah and those roof lights are the same cost of putting as a, as a roof sheet okay. so it makes sense to economic sense and yeah. also you save a good 13% on running costs by just going from 10 to 15% yeah. on the roof lights. Um, we've got rainwater harvesting, it's got big roofs, mm -hmm. you know, we to try and capture that rain off there. Um, we've done a couple of things differently here. We've strengthened the steel, so the steel here and um, can accept solar PV panels on both the north and south facing slopes. Oh, okay. mm. So. The, the whole roof can be utilised for solar should mm. someone need to. Mm -hmm. And we've also um, we've done some builders work to connect to a dedicated area that we've put by the sprinkler tanks on the outside there. So we can connect batteries 
on the outside to the solar so you can ah. make use of um, okay. um, your solar power collected yeah. um, during the day and okay. night time. Things like biodiversity, we've got um, we've got a herb garden in, okay. the, in the front there, so there's things going on there. We've yeah. got a beehive mm. put on site. There's lots of things like that are all key yes. to um, just making it a better place to work, really. Yeah, and so that companies can keep their staff longer. Exactly. You know, mm. And that exactly. they'll be attracted to the company in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. What other unusual features? You mentioned the strength of the pillars for the solar panels. What other unusual features could you so tell us about today? One thing you'll find in most buildings is that the, the door ratio will be one, to one door per 10,000 square feet. Okay. Um, we've got one door per four and a half thousand square feet and we've also made them all double dock doors okay. so these are larger than the standard dock doors okay. um, so they're a meter taller mm -hmm. and the actual leveler itself that sits in the ground is a meter longer mm -hmm. so that really enables you to effectively use this pretty much any vehicle on the road so the double dock the big double deck trailers mm -hmm. um, they're very easily to be used on those things. Yeah. Um, they've also got a drop-down curtain, so that if you've got a small sprinter, you can use those okay. as well. So it's, we're trying to make this as flexible as possible, mm. and so people can get product in and out yeah. as quickly as possible. Mm. Saying that, we're looking at larger master plan sites at the moment, mm -hmm. and a lot of them might require um, some significant portion of residential. Mm. So we're talking to a house builder partner up with them mm -hmm. and go and do that so we're specialists in our own fields yeah. and do that sort of thing and that makes sense because it helps with labor supply mm -hmm. for for the businesses mm -hmm. that are going to be located here mm -hmm. um, and um, and one thing we're thinking more and more about is you know we should be thinking about convenience stores or shops or mm -hmm. maybe crashes crash facilities yeah. or um, uh, that yoga studio, yoga studios, <laughs> yeah, all those yeah, sorts of, suppose. all all of the above. You know, yeah, just because yeah. there's a lot of people working in these places. Yeah. I mean, there's, I think there'll be 800 people working in here, yeah. once it's mm. up and running. Um, mm -hmm. So there's be certainly that sort of number over there as yeah. well. So, um, you know, we want it be uh, to be as attractive for yeah. for tenants to be here as possible. Mm. Yeah, mm. I was told a couple of years ago there was no more space now to build in Milton Keynes. Is this the last, you know, is this sort of the last site that the local government will allow? No, I think there's some more sites identified in the recent local plan. Okay. So, so the pl local uh, plans have changed yeah. to allow I think it's, for more? Yeah, there's a, a, one that's coming out at the moment. Okay. So, so that's it's just not on Magna Park, it will be elsewhere yeah, in the I, city? Yeah, I mean, uh, there's no more room mm -hmm. on adjacent sites to us. Yeah. So um, mm -hmm. there'll be another site elsewhere. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, there are other challenges. I mean, like London, for instance, you can't even build any warehouses on the periphery as well. So I guess Milton Keynes is quite, you know, yeah. lucky in that sort of regard. Mm -hmm. So one thing we're doing in, in London at the moment, um, we've bought a site in Silvertown, just by Silvertown um, Docklands okay. Station. Mm -hmm. yeah. And we're building a three-storey warehouse. Okay. Um, and it'd be the first three-storey warehouse in Europe. Wow. And it's you know it's common in Asia, mm. and they go to, you know, they go very tall mm. in Asia. Yeah. Um, 
it's not obviously a precedent that's set here at the moment, but mm -hmm. you hear the term beds and sheds mm -hmm. referenced yeah. quite a lot, in, especially yeah. in the context of London. Mm -hmm. So densification, I think, is um, is inevitable. Mm -hmm. And um, I think once we've built this, it'll show that actually a multi-storey warehouse is not such a alien concept to us and yeah. it's a very mm -hmm. easy thing to, to, mm -hmm. to work with. Yeah. So it simply be three warehouses on top of each other, yeah. but just making sure the access yeah. is yeah, wide enough, yeah. and easy, um, and because otherwise customers are not going to get access mm -hmm. to the city of London mm -hmm. or, the, or the West End mm -hmm. um, that close. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is that spec built or have you got some? That will be spec built. Yeah. Right. Simply, I mean, simply because. Um, well, we start construction on that early next year. Mm -hmm. It'll take a good 12 months to build it. Yeah. It won't be as fast as our normal builds yeah. because, mm -hmm. you know, A, it's our first, and uh, our first in Europe at least. Mm -hmm. Our parent company, GLP, um, has built quite a lot of them in, in, um, in Japan. So we're using their expertise to assist on that. But I suspect because of where it is, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised if it was um, it received a lot of interest before, mm -hmm. before it PCs or yeah. before we even hit site potentially. Yeah. We hope you enjoyed listening to this logistics property special. Our next podcast episode, available for download from early September, will be counting down to one of the most important events on the UK logistics events calendar, IMHX, or the International Materials Handling Exhibition. With one year to go, we'll be talking to IMHX headline sponsor, Investec. The Logistics Awards is also around the corner. The event, held on Thursday the 20th of September at Shakespeare's Globe in London, will recognise some of the biggest logistics projects in the past 12 months, and we will be profiling some of this year's finalists. Thanks for listening to this episode. Please subscribe to the Logistics Podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and do feel free to leave a review on our Apple Podcast page. Thanks for listening, and until then, bye for now.